How can socially conscious people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system that currently favors big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich to a system that looks out for us average American citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. First off, I am woke to the fact that no one's going to share a video with the title, I am a woke investor. I am also woke to the fact that no one calls themselves woke anymore. It's a derogatory term used to put down uh, progressives and people with liberal ideals. I am also woke that we're not going to solve any social injustice by blaming, shaming, or deplatforming anyone. It just doesn't work like that. Uh, if you get deplatformed, you're going to find another platform to speak your mind. Uh, you can't force somebody to be quiet. It just it just doesn't work like that. Uh, in, in fact, if you do try and deplatform, uh, they're going to get angry. Uh, you're going to dig in to your position, and you're going to look for revenge. Um, also woke to the fact that cancel culture, which is predominantly uh, being done by progressives and trying to deplatform uh, conservative uh, ideals and, and thoughts, is not a new thing. Uh, go back to the 1950s, and there was something called McCarthyism, where conservatives were canceling uh, people with progressive ideas, labeling them communists and canceling them from uh, the, the film, Hollywood and, and uh, radio. It was a, bit, it was a huge thing. Um, not to mention in the early 2000s, uh, conservatives canceled the Dixie Chicks. Uh, the country uh, radio stations weren't, weren't playing any of their music. Uh, you also had the uh, conservative evangelicals canceling uh, radio and, and television program, anything that they felt was offensive, that was also being canceled. Um, and, and so cancel culture isn't a progressive thing, and it's not a conservative thing. I am woke to the fact that it's just a thing. Um, I'm also woke uh, to the fact that politicians aren't going to solve any of our problems. They're not going to fix our, our broken financial system. They're not going to solve any of our social injustices. Um, I don't have any connections or the money to have any influence on any politicians. Uh, there, there is a very famous study by researchers at Princeton and Northwestern University that shows average Americans have a statistically non-significant impact in determining public policy. Now, they found that uh, special interest groups, uh, large uh, corporate donors, and the super rich have a significant impact impact in determining public policy. I am also woke uh, to the fact that uh, regulations just don't work and won't solve our, our, our financial troubles. They're not going to fix any of our systems. Uh, so, so you take uh, the banking industry. Um, now, currently, there are four banks that control half of all the US banking assets, right? just four banks. Uh, that's Chase, uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup. Now, these four banks, uh, according to the Violation Tracker Project, which has been tracking 
uh, violations by by companies since 2000 found uh, that these four banks, they are in the top 10 largest violators of of, of all industries around the globe. Uh, taking the number one spot is Bank of America. The number two spot is Chase. And the number five spot is, is Wells Fargo. And the number six pot, spot is Citigroup. So these four, the four largest banks in the United States are, are in the top 10 of, of the most violations, uh, fines that, that uh, the amount of fines is staggering too. That, that's around the world. They, they top the whole world. Number one and number two are, are, are the banks. Um, right now, as of today, since 2000, these four banks have a combined $171 billion in, in fines. Uh, seven out of the 10, of the top 10 um, violation, uh, the, the top 10 violators uh, of, of uh, uh, corporate violators are in the banking industry. Uh, you also have a couple of international ones mixed in there. Uh, so, so why am I saying this? Uh, why, why aren't the regulations working? Well, uh, what's happened is, is that anytime regulations are put on any corporation, a bank or, or what have you, it, their operating expenses go up and there's this tremendous pressure that all publicly traded corporations face to increase their profits every quarter. And so what happens is. Uh, when the regulations happens, it makes their operating expenses go up. So there's even more pressure to to increase your profits because if your profits don't increase uh, each quarter, then your share prices go down. And then when your share prices go down, people get angry and start firing people. You start losing your job. Uh, not only that, uh, this is where our right retirees are counting on to retire are, are, are these investments into these corporations uh, that are that are being regulated that are uh, you know uh, increasing their ex operating expenses so so what do they do when their operating expenses happen it's not like they just comply well they end up abusing their customers uh, committing more violations and now they're getting fined like crazy and they figured it out that it's actually cheaper to get fined than comply with the, the regulations. It's a cost of doing business. In the last six months alone, these four banks have been fined a combined $4 billion in the last six months alone. I mean, that's, that is crazy. So, so regulations, they're just not gonna work. Uh, obviously we can't have banks abusing us uh, but regulating them is doesn't seem seem to be working if they're continually getting fined and it's not phasing them. Okay, so we can say, oh, let's make the fines larger. Well, it's just going to increase their operating expenses, which is going to continue to fuel this vicious cycle of of uh, trying to cut corners in order to raise their profits every quarter. So it's it's not uh the 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 regulations that's the issue it's the way corporations are structured uh they're structured in a way that they are forced to have this uh profit increase every quarter now there are corporations that are structured that do not have uh this problem and these are privately held corporations now there's a big problem with that because our retirees can't invest 
in these uh, privately held corporations up until 2015. So uh, what happened then is that the private market was opened up to the general public via crowdfunding. And so now um, average, regular uh, people, the general public uh, now can invest in the private market uh, via crowdfunding. And, and the great thing about crowdfunding is that uh, you don't have to put up large sums of money. Um, you could put in small amounts of money and uh, become incredibly diversified because let's face it, investing in the private market is far riskier uh, than the public market. And so uh, by able to crowdfund, you're, you're uh, mitigating risk because you're able to diversify on such a vast scale. Uh, so it's, it's, it's tremendous um, now that, that we have this opportunity to uh, invest in the private market. Now, why is that significant? Well, it's also significant because we can invest in companies uh, that create structures that are beneficial for everyone. Uh, that don't have this this pressure of constantly trying to increase their profits every quarter, uh, and then uh, get uh, are, are constantly getting fined and abusing their customers. Um, you know these toxic security abuses, all, all this stuff that's that's happening right now and continuing to happening uh, to happen. Uh, more regulations isn't isn't the solution. It's it's being able to um, be the change in our financial system and that is and we're now able to do that with with crowd investing so uh uh what else well uh we i'm also woke to the fact that we still need to be able to bank we need to be able to put money in banks and we need to have a, a place where we can uh keep our money uh so i am woke to the fact that we should be using a credit unions uh, instead, they are nonprofit. They don't have this this pressure. And any time that they earn revenue above their expenses, uh, well, they pump it right back into uh, the credit union. Uh, they're also there's no concentration of wealth with a, a credit union. These are independent and they're spread out uh, and they're very community organized. It's it's like local government. If you believe in a strong local government, well, that's what a credit union is. It's a strong local economy. Um, and that's why it's so much uh, better than to put it into one of these big banks that are just going to abuse you. Uh, I, there's this huge uh, transfer of wealth after this uh, Silicon Valley bank uh, collapse into these big banks that will just turn around and abuse you. Uh, that's not me saying it. This is a fact. You, you go on to the violation tracker project and see the fines that these banks are getting and see what types of fines that they are. It's it's straight out abuse is what's going on. Um, so yeah, I am woke to to a, a ton of things. Uh, and uh, I'm I don't have a problem with saying that. Uh, words, the definition of words change. Woke at one point was a good thing. Uh, yes, uh, I'm woke because I understand that there's social injustice. Now it became a, a negative thing. Oh, woke is someone who cancels and deplatforms somebody. Well, how about woke is being a completely uh, aware of the entire situation that's nuanced and that, that being woke means that anytime we're looking to blame or, or tell a politician to do something, we're giving up our power. We're, we're, um, 
eliminating our mental bandwidth. Uh, we don't we don't have the cognitive capacity anymore to come up with solutions. Anytime we're we're blaming, we we throw it on to somebody else. Um, now it's it's in the best interest of the individual to look out for the collective, but it's in the best interest of the collective to look out for the individual to to keep that individual's rights. And and so this is that crossroads that that we need to get to. If we stop blaming and shaming and deplatforming uh, everyone, and we stop reacting with anger, well, our mind will be clear to come up with solutions. Uh, and and a great two steps of, of solutions is a become a crowd investor and b put your money into a credit union. Uh, by doing so, we regain the power. Uh, also, the uh, crowd investing is not just uh, investing in companies, it's also uh, engaging in private loans. You can become a crowd lender with as little as $10. And, and that could take away the anytime you become a crowd lender, well, the, that would be going to a big bank. Instead, now that, that money is coming into you. It, it's, it's a way to be the system, to be the change. And, and that is what I'm woke to is that there's there's no other person that is going to solve I, I have no control over politicians or, or anybody i do have control over my own actions and these are the actions i'm going to take my name is paul lovejoy i am a crowd investor and i see you are one too